My guys, what's up? We're back. This is the Juice Box with episode 9, baby. I'm ready to get it going today, boys. Big Czar, how's it going? It's going well. Yeah? yeah. T- tell me about your week, brother. Um, my week has been not very exciting. Just business as usual. Just just another week in the it's neighborhood. It's seasonal depression. No, no, no. Maybe, maybe a little bit. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm happy. Good, yeah. man. Good, good, good. I've just been um, watching way too much Top Boy, so I just want to talk in my British accent the whole time and just keep saying, bruv. What's up, bruv? What's up, bruv? But my week was good, man. Um was down south most of the week, and I kind of like when I'm by myself because it, it just opens up my mind to like thinking about specific things that I wouldn't. And I think one thing that's became very, very successful with us is we're not all surrounded by yes people. And what I mean by that is we always we always give our opinions and we don't just always agree with everybody else. So I think that's what makes us very, very unique because anytime somebody gives an idea, we're not just saying yes, we're actually saying no and giving our ideas. And it's it's just made the process an amazing experience, boys, and I'm having a good time. Hell yes, brother. Hell yes. Hell yes. So... To start off, I got a little bit of feedback from last episode from a few people that we didn't know where Guam was located. Yep. So this morning, that was me. This morning, I don't know where it was either. But this morning, I looked it up. It's like way far off the the coast of the Philippines. So everyone listening, we know where it's at now. Yeah, it's not in Mexico. But <laughs> also, uh, I'm off school this week, so that's nice. I got one more eight week term starting Monday. And then I'm done with that, so I'm pretty excited about that. And uh, Mr. Bucon, you guys probably know, AJ Bucon, he came out with his second episode of his podcast today, and he kind of talked about his experience watching us uh, down here. And it's really nice if you guys want to check it out, and it's really cool to see, like, how we have such a big supporter, and he, he... he dives deep into his emotions and how he feels about it. And it's just something really cool. If you guys want to check it out, it's called What's Up, Buddy? So, yeah, I mean, that's basically, other than that, I've had a really, really normal week. Good, good. Um, I think the viewers need to know that we also have somebody else here sitting in with us. Yes, we do. What is up, my guy, Money in the Bank, Tiggy Nation? How are you? What's up, guys? Uh, no, past week's been good. Excited for the... Uh to be included in Hell this yes. great uh, production team right here. So, uh, no, normal week, still breathing, keep on trudging along. Yeah, so for people that don't know, we added Tiggy Nation, and I got a promotion. <laughs> <laughs> we, Sorry, I, got a promotion. <laughs> I got a promotion. I feel really good about it. I'm hyped. Dude, uh, um, but you're not getting paid anymore, though. You're getting the same pay. You're just promoted. Same but. pay, but... You know, Solid zero dollars an hour. Come for your seat. That's Comfy true. Seat. That's true. That's huge. That's very. But we very we huge. added Tiggy Nation in as the uh, the new producer, so we're 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 real excited to have him on. I will refer to him as Three Nut Tig. <laughs> three Nut Tig, my guy. <laughs> Soon to be trademarked. Hell yeah, brother! <laughs> All right, man. We got any questions? You want me to plug those bad boys? Yeah, Dive right into the fan questions. It. Let's start off with some fan questions. Okay, this is a really good one. What's your favorite upset in sports movie history? Sports movie. Oh, damn. I mean, probably probably the biggest upset for me was when Coach Carter's team Lord, lost. That's a good one. Like I the, what Rich Men? Yeah. yeah. Rich yeah. What? Rich, Rich what? what? Like that that was I think if I'm I could be wrong, but that's one of the first sports movies that I've ever watched where the whole team that the movie were, or yeah, the team that the movie was surfaced around actually didn't Jake, win the Jake, entire thing. I literally was going to say the same thing. I think that, at least from my movie watches when I was growing up, I think that was the first movie I saw. Like you said, when the main team didn't win. Damn, it's it's the second. And it's huh? It's the second. No, movie. Did, I think it came out before Friday Night Lights. Oh, right around the same time. But no, I'm I'm with you. Th- those... And it kind of threw me for a loop. I was like, "Hold, what the fuck's happening right now?" Dude, that's kind of a hard question off the dumbs. Are can you think of one? Yeah, I got a good answer. Oh, give it to me, baby. Uh, biggest upset in sports movie history is obviously when Happy Gilmore took down Shooter McGavin in the Tour Championships. Damn. Iconic. 
Absolutely iconic. Iconic. Damn. The uh, price is wrong, huge bitch. Ep- upset right there. Yeah, dude. You guys, <sighs> you guys are all forgetting a major one. What is it? That's when those little giants. Oh, yes. the, the little yes. cowboys. Yeah, dude. And what, with a pitch to Johnny. Pitch to Johnny. Remember they they popped those things for intimidation. The intimidation. annexation of Puerto Rico. Yeah, what I used them for acid indigestion. <laughs> Don't be talking about my mama. Oh, what a good movie that one is too. Damn, you got one, Tig? Yeah. So, um, you know, right off the top, I think it's got to be Longest Yard. Paul Word. Reck and crew yeah. against the guards. Dude, Hell, that's yes. a solid movie. I mean, it was very similar to almost what ha- what happened uh, Monday night with the uh, Green Bay and Detroit. Damn. Detroit was just getting the shaft by the refs all Dude, game, and they that still was almost home cooking. On. Home cooking. But that me, was bad. Me and Jake were also saying, at least from what we were watching, when the Packers they still hadn't scored yet, and they were driving down. Rodgers was putting him there, and none of his receivers were catching him. He was throwing dimes, literally dimes, yeah. and everybody just kept dropping them. They, they really did. I, I was, I, I'm not even a Packers fan, but I was getting frustrated for all the Packers fans because it just brought back bad memories of Stonehands, Demarius Thomas, just dropping balls left and right. He was only like that for Denver, which is weird, but... Goofy. On to the next one. If you could have any guest on the podcast, who would it be? Oh, man. There's a lot of choices. I mean, I would probably pick, realistically, I would pick someone, I think, in the podcast world, obviously. Yeah. So I'd probably, this is this is a this is a big one. I'd either say Joe Rogan. Yeah. Or maybe like Brendan Schaub or Theo. Yeah. Because I think Brendan Schaub, I think Brendan Schaub and Theo could be here with us, no, no idea who we are, and just be fine. Just I, bullshit. Just from how goofy and where they are, I agree. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with uh, Jimmy Tatro. You guys oh, know who Jimmy he is? I don't, I don't think I know who that is. He's He had his own YouTube channel for a while. Like, for a while there, he's the highest, like, subscriber count. He just made, like, silly videos. But now he's actually been getting roles and stuff. And he, he's yeah. made his own show, The... Real Bros of Simi Valley. <laughs> yes. It's fu- it's hilarious. I, you should give it a watch. Like it, it's hysterical. But I think he'd be a good guest on the pod because he's like not at that level yet yeah. where he's like insanely famous, Word. and he's our age too. That, so that's so, kind of like Theo and Brandon yeah. too. And, and actually, he was on Theo's podcast. There, I've seen him on that. I'll before. Have to look he's him in up. Twenty Two Jump Street. Yes, GT. he's got a small role in that movie. What does he do? He he's the guy that um, Jonah Hill's character is like trying to talk to and be friends with at the party. You're being weird. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you're being weird. Right yes. Now. Oh yeah, that dude's hilarious. His, his, my favorite line is when they're in class. He's like. He's like, oh, you guys are on the football team? He's like, oh, no, this is my laptop, actually. And he's holding the football. Uh, dude, I, I think No, one, shit, it's a football. He's like, I'm taking notes right now. Dude, that, that's a movie series that I wish they would have actually made 23 jumps. Dude, okay. They still could. You never know. Let's segue. Did you guys hear the, the scripts that got scrapped for the, the third one? No. no. Dude, they were going to do a spinoff collaboration where Jonah Hill and um, Channing Tatum Tatum become the next two men in black. -uh. I would have loved it. Dude, the script is written. Like, it's out there. Did you read that shit on Reddit? Uh, I probably (laughs) did read that on Reddit. But the script was out there. It It just got scrapped or whatever by the movie studio. Dang, I would have been pumped for that. Yeah, it would have been awesome. That would have been amazing. The, um, I think those two's chemistry chemistry was really good. It's great. Yeah. yeah, and it's it was just weird seeing Jonah or Channing Tatum in a funny role. Word, dude, he's hilarious. Though. Speaking like, of he's, Channing he's Tatum, great. we have the same birthday. Just letting everybody know. Yeah, Ooh. dude, he's a fucking sex factory, dude. Yeah. Jesus, he's good. He looking. did. He had a really hot wife. The girl from Step Up. They were married. I forget her name. Um. Oh, shit. She's beautiful, but they got a divorce, which is sad. Yeah, now he's now he's dating Jesse James, who's like a singer, and she looks just like his ex wife. Whoa. Ex wife name Jenna Dewan. That's Jenna it. Dewan. Okay. That's, That's it. it dude. She's she is so beautiful. Very attractive. Very, yes. very, very attractive. But I think somebody that I would want on the podcast, just trying to think of like People that I would just want to dive into their brain would be Black Bear. 
Like, okay. I listen to him all the time, and I just I want to know what's going through his head when he thinks of some of his lyrics that he does because it just relates to me tremendously. See, I fe- I feel that with Mike Studd's new podcast. Mike Studd's got a good new podcast, which a lot of people were haters on his music, which I understand. I mean, I like I, I had a I had a few years that sorry your pizza. I was a big fan of him, but um. His podcast is like completely different from when they were partying in college and shit. You've yeah. listened with me. I yeah. mean, he gets really into like the deep, deep like parts of life and like spirituality and like manis- manifestation of your dreams and all that shit. And I think all the, I mean, I bought one of the books he talks about. I haven't started it yet, but I would love to read it. It's that seven spiritual keys to success or yeah. some bullshit like that. But he's got a really good podcast. I think he'd be cool on here, too. Yeah. Do you got anyone off the dome that you want to dive into or talk to or pick their brain? Uh, definitely my top priority would be Tom Cruise. Word. Jesus Christ. Here we go. Which like, character? See, that's the thing. We'd probably get all of them. Word. It'd be almost like a split-like atmosphere. We're going to have like 13, 14 personalities. They're all just his roles. Yeah. I, I wish, like, I know, I know you're not allowed to talk about it, but I wish he could just tell us what Scientology is. I've looked it up before, but I can't even really remember. I mean, (laughs) we could find out what it is. We just probably have to pay a hefty sum. A hefty fee. A hefty, hefty fee. Have you seen Split with uh, James McAvoy? Incredible. Dude. Movie's so good. Now that's that's Great a movie. movie. That's a movie that's like in like a trilogy of movies, right? Yes. You had that Bruce Willis movie back years and years. In what was it 90s. called? Unbreakable? Yep. Unbreakable. And I've never seen any of them. I need to watch it. And then Glass, right? I didn't yeah, see did that one. see Glass yet? No. I've seen Glass. I, it, it was very good and it kind of like brought everything full circle. And towards the end, they almost made it seem like it's just, they're just going to keep going with this kind of like not universe, but like this, you know, they're going to make a fourth, a fifth one. Yeah. They, yeah. They could have added like a lot of backstory with what happened, but I think they ended it. Um, and uh, I, I think Split's still the best one. Yeah. And it's almost standalone, too, as well, you could do. I I mean, James McAvoy, dude, oh, he was that ridiculous role, in that movie. I thought he should have won an Oscar for it. Yeah, he's a good actor. I never really started seeing him in anything until Til X-Men. Until he was in X-Men. Yeah, same. Is he in... Um, he's in Four Brothers, right? He's the bad guy. No, they do look alike, though. That's not Are you him. sure that's not I'm him? positive. The dude from Four Brothers that's a bad guy is in uh, fucking, what's that Robin Williams? Dead Poet Society. Oh, wait, but uh, McAvoy's in Wanted. That's the same guy, right? What is Wanted? He's, he's in where, X-Men. Where he curves the bullets. He's in X-Men First Class. That's, that's him, right? I don't know. I've never I don't seen know either. That. You've never seen Wanted? With oh, Andrew. oh, yeah. Where he hits his boss in the face. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He hits him with a keyboard, right? Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's incredible. Damn. With Angelina Jolie, she's in it. Oh, yeah, gosh. and they cur- I remember seeing trailers for that. She's a smoke show, too. But uh, where are we? And I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even try to do that, my God. <laughs> I wasn't. But here, here's a different question. Ooh. If you had to fight off 100 zombies with baseball bats to save humanity, who are you picking as your fighting partner? There's choices. Okay. Jack Nicholson, Skip Bayless, Steve Harvey, or John Gruden. Damn, this is easy for me. This is easy for me, too. I would definitely pick Drip Bayless, dude. Have you seen how ripped that dude's been on on the IG? I mean, I don't know these guys' ages here, but I'm going Gruden. I feel like he's the youngest. You've seen him. He's pretty in shape. I'm, I'm guy. going with Gruden because he's, he's pretty I think in he's shape. The only guy. One that's probably an actual athlete. Yeah, he but seems could Gruden crazy. last though? Like Skip Bayless, you can tell. Like it looks like he could run like four Bro, miles. You without realize even Skip Bayless is like seventy. Yeah, Skip's Skip's an old man. Oh, whatever, dude. Drip Bayless is what the homies call him. What was the first option again? Yeah, Jack Nicholson. I mean, no chance. How old is he? He's got to be like 80, That's right? what I'm saying. Yeah. It, like a young Jack Nicholson, I'm going Dude, with Dude, Gruden's way, way younger than all That's what I'm saying. Gruden has to be like four, in his 40s, right? 50s? Who was the other one? Steve Harvey? Steve Harvey. He's old, too. Dude, Steve Harvey's the man. Shout yeah, out Dubby. Shout out Steve a, Harvey. Come alum. on the podcast if you're listening, yeah, brother. Steve. Yeah, and get me on Family Feud. We'll I'm get on some to... Family Feud bullshit. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a juice box team. We'll have a juice box team. I'm down for a juice box squad on the... Family Feud. I was talking about it. Was that last episode? 
Family Feud, I'd win that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah was that. That. And then we that ripped was. you. We're like, that's not a reality I guess, show. I guess it's, it's a game not. show. I guess it's not. Well, Guys, well, I have a fan. Well, this isn't a fan question. This what? I saw this written on a bathroom wall yesterday. Oh, oh shit. Yes, Getting real questions. with it. Okay. Would you rather kill a man with your bare hands or kill a bear with your man hands? <laughs> Fuck you. What? No, but seriously. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Say it again. Say it Would again. you rather kill a man with your bare hands or kill a bear with your man hands? Aren't your bare your bare hands and your man hands the same thing? Oh, good job. I'm happy you could figure that so, one out. So obviously Would you rather kill a man or kill a bear with your hands? So if I was capable of killing a bear. Yeah. I'd probably kill a bear because I don't think I'd go to prison for it. That's what I said. I'd kill the bear. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, realistically, I'd definitely rather try to tango with a man. Why? Because the That's bear That's a norm. Would... People get in fights all the time. You hear people but fighting I bears. I get where he's coming from. He's saying, like, the bear the could bear shred him to parts. The bear you. Yeah. No, yeah. I was saying if we were capable of killing a bear with, and our, I was ba- saying, with our man hands. I was saying, what if it's just normal? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you would get housed. The bear would literally destroy you. You've you all seen The shot. Revenant. Get out of you here. Saw no, I actually have not seen that movie. Oh. That's a good movie. Very, it, it's, I feel like it's a sin that I haven't. It's because con- didn't he win an Oscar for it? Yeah. His that's first his first Oscar. Oscar which is, which un- is bullshit. It's unreal to me. Yeah. Come on. He's in so many of the movies he's in are way better. Like The fuck. Departed. The uh, Departed should have won uh, an Oscar. Titanic. Yeah. Titanic. Titanic. Yeah. And fucking, I loved Wolf of Wall Street, too. Yeah, banging. If you had to choose one other Leo movie that he won the Oscar instead of The Revenant, which movie do you think he deserved? Oh, For sure, The Departed. I I honestly, I mean, he's in so many good ones, but that one right there. Yeah. I mean, he he kills that role. I think Titanic is my favorite, but I think I'm going to go with Wolf of Wall Street, probably. Okay, yeah. Well, but see, Inception's a good movie yeah. too, and then Aviators is a good movie. What about uh, Shutter Island too? Shutter Island, dang! Honestly, I, I I would probably pick Wolf of Wall Street if yeah. I had to pick. One. Yeah. What about you? And then uh, I think I'd probably go Catch Me If You Can. Oh, yeah, dude! dude. I forgot. Good I wasn't even thinking about that. I always one. forget, dude. That is a. G- I, I watched well, that for the first time two years ago. I was shocked that it took me so long to watch. Do you watch guys it. like uh, not for Oscar worthy, but do you like? Uh, Blood Diamond. You seen that one? Uh, yeah, I have. It's very good. What's, What's the dude about? from... He... He, uh... I don't know. He... I haven't seen it in a long time. He's, like, in some foreign country. I can't even fucking remember. It's, like, him and... What's that dude's name from Never Back Down? Oh, the guy that's in the Fast and Furious movies. Yes. And just in Guardians can't, 2. Yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. Jimon Honsu? Yes. Yep, that sounds about right. That is it. That is him. Now that I'm talking about it, I can't even really remember what it's about. I haven't yeah. seen it in so long. Blood Diamond? Yeah. Oh, the, I'm not sure. They're in an African country, and uh, he basically, the, um, they basically, you know, make slaves go out and pick diamonds. Yeah, yeah. And this guy found this huge, um, this huge diamond, but they call them blood diamonds because you know slaves find them. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's gigantic, and Leo is trying to not only excavate or. He like yeah. He like smuggled the diamonds. Yeah, right. But spoiler yeah. alert: He also you know helps rescue this man. This yeah, family. yeah. That is cool. Yeah, it's pretty good, dude. So, not talking about Leo, but another movie that I saw. Have you guys ever seen Gold with Matthew McConaughey? I didn't finish it. So that's a movie. It's it's kind of like that movie, but what they do is him and his partner. Spoiler alert: They plan <laughs> spoiler to alert. get. All of this gold and this partner actually ends up faking all of the documents. So they're getting paid millions of dollars for this gold, quote unquote, that was never found. And at the end, like the one guy disappears and Matthew McConaughey's character goes home because he's like, damn, all pissed. And then he opens up an envelope that he sent him in the mail and it's like a check for like twenty three million dollars or something. So they ended up just taking the money. But they faked the entire reports. They for the faked them documents like War Dogs with Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson. <laughs> no, not that movie. <laughs> that movie's Kevin, absolutely bang. Kevin Hart, absolutely bang. What was his name? Big Bunny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude. Kate, Kate Hudson looks like a smoke dude, in that movie. She is and smoke. everything that she's in. And then the one girl from Entourage is in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Emily or whatever. What do they call her in that? He's psycho girlfriend. Yeah, Gemma. Yeah, yeah. Gemma. Gemma. Oh my god. Oh, whatever, dude. And then we got this question, which is funny to me because it just made me think of a story. Do two five do two five hour energies give you ten hours of energy or five hours of double energy? But okay. Dang. So after a football game, I don't think yeah, I was in college still. This was a couple years ago. You know how you are after a tailgate, you're like tired. So we went back to Greg's Annex, which is not the original Greg's, but the second Greg's. And I <laughs> went to Annex, baby. I went, I went to Sheets, got me some food, a Gatorade, and two five hour energies. And I just like housed both five hour energies at once. You know, I, I don't think it gives you double the energy or 10 hours of energy. What it gives you is a damn heart attack. Yep. I literally thought, like, I was going to have to go to the hospital. Like, it was like I'm one of the worst feelings I've ever had in my life. I'm salty towards five-hour energy. Why? I've ha- I've taken five-hour energies twice in my life. And after every time that I've taken a five-hour energy, I've gotten, I've got deathly sick. Really? I got mono the first time. And then the second time I got, I think it was pneumonia or something. And I know it probably had nothing to do with the five-hour energy. But just since those stories correlate, bro, I'm anti-five-hour energy. I've taken them a few times, and yeah, all I've ever gotten is like the jitters from it. Yeah, it's just, dude. It's just fucking. Uh, it's probably just poison for your body. I mean, I could see how like if if you were on the verge, like if you had some nasty germs around you, and you took a five. I bet you that shit like lowers your immune system. It. I was. Oh, dude. It was the first night. That I got drunk in front of my family too. It was at Chrissy's what Chrissy and Toby's wedding. Oh dang, that's a long time. And ago. I ended up taking a five hour energy right after that. I remember I walked around the whole reception. I thought I was such a badass, taking all of the champagne bottles off the tables and just drinking them all, dude. I was drunk as a skunk. Were you drunk as a skunk? Skunk. Baby. That was like what junior year. Yeah. Yeah. That was a long time ago, dude. Yeah. What about you, my guy? No, I try to stick away from uh, the energies, but I guess for your question, I, I'd, I'd say honestly it wouldn't do either. I'd more like what you said; it'd probably be like double energy, but like it would cut down the five hours. It'd probably be like two and a half. Yeah, so you're like at that point, your heart would be racing an insane beats per minute. You're hitting light speed. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, dude. I thought I was gonna die. Yeah, I mean when when your heart races like that, every time I think of heart racing, I think of Nights after fats, after drinking a bunch of the liquor pitchers. Yep, that's what I was going to say. And waking up at like 5.36 yeah, in the dude. morning every and you time can't and your fall heart back is asleep. just racing. Like, you can feel it just because all the Red Bull you consume, it's Dude, insane. I had to stop because, like, it was every time. Every I, single time. I don't know why that I liked those so much. I mean, they're good. They taste good. Yeah, they taste. I'm not saying taste-wise, but, like, for that, you get literally a whole pitcher of this mixed energy alcohol do we drink. really know what what's in it like yeah, i never asked and they don't even use red bull they use the knockoff it's called rhino they use rhino and then the pre-made long island iced tea mix that you can buy at liquor stores so what makes it green which is when you mix it together oh, just makes that did, color did you ever get the uh the uh audio motherfucker oh uh-huh. is that with the tequila in the sprint no, no no it's it's the same thing as a what, the, what was that one called you were just talking about? Liquor uh, pitcher. Uh, trash, can. trash can. Trash, same thing as trash can. But with tequila, Sprite. right? Sprite instead of the energy drink. Oh. That's man. what I... See, I remember one that they did it was with tequila. Well, we I was going to say that like tequila. people did start complaining about the trash can specials, so they added the electric Gatorade to the that same special. That was good, man. And just, it didn't have Red Bull. No. That was good shit. Okay, so... Bear, bear with me on this next question, okay? All right. When you put your shirt inside your pants, you're tucking your shirt into your pants. But when your shirt is out of your pants, does that mean you're tucking your pants into your shirt? Next question. <laughs> 
All right. What kind of jabroni came up with that? Yeah, Jesus. What? Who was that? Some, Mort playing? Uh, that yeah, Mort playing? Mort, Morty, I'm keeping it 100 with you. I want to smack the shit out of you for that one. God damn it, Morty. All right. So here's here's one more here. It's a good one. It kind, it's kind of like a question we had last week. Would you rather live one mediocre 300-year life? I love these questions. Or 10 spectacular 30-year lives? See, here's my thing. 30 years is not enough. I don't care, like, how much money or all your experiences. It's like, yeah, but you're just becoming a fucking man. And, like, and, and then you get all the people that you love and care about. And then, oh, I'm 30. I'm dead. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But you get to do it 10 times. You do, but you got to start over. You got to start meeting new people. I, all I, this kind of shit. I personally... Would rather live the 10, 30 year because if you're saying spectacular, you're wild, I just assume that means I got that cheddar. So yeah. if I could do whatever I wanted for 30 years, 10 different times, and meet new spectacular people every time I do it, I think it'd be worth it. Yeah. You retain your memory through all of it. Whoa. Damn, that's a twist. I don't even know. If I, I, I would, I would that say yes. Like just, you, you're just not starting over as a baby every time. Like yeah, no I recollection would, of the past one. I would say yes because we have to keep it even. If you do one 300 year life, you're going to remember yeah. everything the but, entire time. Yeah, whatever. What about you, three nut? Uh, definitely. This is yeah. This is a very similar question to last week. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think 10, 30 years. You know, as long as you retain memory, uh, you know, you can just keep but on I'm evolving. Conf- yeah. Way past everyone else. I'm confused though. Like retain memory, like what you're born into a baby, but you're you know everything. Yeah, but no, you wouldn't be you. You can't do it from like a baby till you're. Why? 30 years That's how old. life works. Well, I'd say it'd be like this. Like, yeah, you're reborn from you know day one as a baby. Let's just say you retain the memory, so you have the memory, but you're still gonna have to like relearn all of basic human functions. Okay. But at the same time, you have all those memories in the back of your head. So, like, yeah, you got memories in your head, but you still don't know how to, like, walk or talk yet. But, like, you're just like, man, I remember this shit. goo goo gaga. Okay. Even still putting it that way, I'd probably still choose that. Man. I'm with you. I just think. Damn. I guess I I don't know. It's kind of the opposite of what I was saying last week, if you think about it. But, like, dude, 300 years straight. Unless I'm like, I mean, at that a wizard. Yeah. I mean, I guess at that same time, if you're being 300 years old. You would lose everyone. Yeah, like at the same time. By the time you hit a hundred, you'd be have to. Well, even before that, you'd have to make all new acquaintances. And you're just living a mediocre life. Absolutely, with that. But uh, I think with the ten, thirty years, there'd have to be a stipulation where, like, when you hit fifteen, then all your memories from past lives just are like implemented. Yeah. Okay. okay. Because if you can't remember your past lives, what's the point of doing nine more? Yeah. You okay. You're right. Okay. I'm I'm um, with that. I'm with that. That's yeah. the only that's the only thing. That's way tougher than the last. What was our last one with the See, life? See, the, the last the one t- for me was unlimited so money easy. for fifty years. Because, yeah. yeah. Mine. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. This one's kind of more difficult. Yeah. Then again, three hundred years. That's. That's a lot, a lot of life. Of that's a lot of life, but you're like a mediocre life for three hundred years. Like. That's a long time. Dang, bro, I might. I think I'm switching my answer. Yeah, what's, I mean, what's mediocre? Exactly, yeah. like us right now. Exactly, yeah, that's what I'm like, saying. Like, just so this you, isn't so bad. But, <laughs> but, but, okay, but, but also, get to do this for 300 way. years. Hell and yeah! Someone's mediocre life. They're, ideally, they're working to like 60, 65, then they retire. So if you're living a mediocre life to 300, you're gonna have 240 years of retirement. Yeah, dude. dude that, yeah. Dude, imagine how good your podcast would be, though. Yeah, you'd be I a mean, straight, like, straight up expert. Like Two hundred forty episodes, dude. Every <laughs> <laughs> one a year, baby. <laughs> when you put it like that, that's <laughs> great. So this week on the pod, we're gonna try something new. We're gonna start a new weekly segment called uh, "Trial by Debate," where we debate Game of Thrones for two minutes. Get it all out in the air as quickly as we can, and I want us to get mad. That's how I want it. So Woo. we're gonna start that right now. Let's okay. Fuck. All, right. all right. Why did Why did Jon Snow 
comeback after he died in season six. What was Jon Snow's point? Because he's the chosen one. There was no point, but he should have been the chosen one. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. The the directors fucked it all up. Or was his point just to make a wedge between him and Danny, which eventually led to Danny's. That's what it was. Like when when it comes down to it, seriously, it's like he was only around just to kill her. Because he did not do anything. It's wild to me because the whole time they literally. Play it like he's going to be the king, like he's going to win the whole time. Well, and I know that's the show, but it just bothers me. Well, yeah, he should have. Well, he should have been the king. All right, this is what's going to happen. He should have won king, been like, no, I don't want it. Been warned of the north and handed it down to Gentry Baratheon. Start end the show just how it started with the Baratheon is king and a Stark is warden of the north. Hell yes, that that would have been perfect ending. Yeah, well, honestly, they should have ended it with the woman that ran the entire show. Queen Cersei. Okay. I can respect okay, yeah. that. I can yeah. respect that ending too, but the thing that pisses me off too is just Sansa just be pretty much just being a, tr- a traitor. Sansa's she, basically Cersei. I mean, like she like she did the least most stark thing ever. Like she gets told to keep a secret and then just blabs it to everyone. Like yeah. Ned Stark would be rolling in his fucking grave. Yeah, she the, honestly when that did happen, I was I was ju- I was shocked. Yeah, it, I mean, it's stupid. Like, everything was just, like, all these characters, like, made decisions that their past selves wouldn't have made. So it was like, and it was just clear because they were just driving the plot there because they only had six episodes to just smush a bunch of stuff and, in. And, like, what happened with, like, Arya, dude, and her faceless bullshit? That didn't mean anything. What happened to didn't Jack and Agar or whatever? Well, her training was needed just to slay the Ice King, the Night King. Pretty much. Okay. The training was just to, to, to make people believe that she just became this fucking ninja actually that's wild that i'm thinking back that is literally the only reason why they implemented it into the show yeah and it, and how, it lasted for like two seasons no fuck no All guys right. we really didn't even get mad at each other i don't want to stop fine. yeah but it was nice it was a nice combo and right after we have an all play and this week's all play <laughs> will be what artists are easily recognized because of their unique sound? And we're just going to rattle them off until there's a two-second break where we can't figure it out. Green Day. Michael Jackson. Chainsmokers. Peter Frampton. Blank 182. Beck. Uh, Adele. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Kenny Chesney. <sighs> the Blue Man Group. John Party. <laughs> I don't even know the Blue Man Group. <laughs> <laughs> David Bowie. <laughs> Maroon 5. Tom Petty. Did someone say Blink-182? Yep. yep. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> <Finesse> <laughs> <Dang> it. <laughs> <laughs> of course. That's funny. Billie uh, Eilish. Oh. That's the who? <laughs> oh, it's Billie Eilish hot, though. You guys think Billie she's hot? Billie Eilish? Yeah, dude. She's not hot. Who's bro. Justin Beaver? <laughs> Justin Beaver. Justin Beaver. Miley Cyrus-looking motherfuckers. <laughs> JB, Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> What's that from? Twenty One Jump yeah. Street. Y'all some, you would pick because y'all some Justin Beaver, Miley Cyrus looking motherfucker. Get your motherfucking asses up when I'm I wasn't talking. talking to you. What's he call him? Finger popping each yeah. other's ass. Yeah, wait, what does he say? <laughs> Clearly, I wasn't talking to you, big titties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, listen, Captain. I know we both come off as a couple of lady killers, but. <laughs> My dick flew in on the red eye. <laughs> Didn't get a wink of sleep last night. Oh, fuck. All right, Timmy, give me some current events, bro. So this happened earlier this week. It came out that a Dutch family mm-hmm. was Deutsch. found in their home. It was a man of 58 and six young adults were trapped in their own house for nine years waiting for the world's end. Oh, no, okay, so, so I did. I did hear about this. So though. they what? were they 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 trapped themselves, or they were trapped. I think so. I'm still trying to figure it out, and I don't think all the details are out. I'm finding like very little information on this. So that sounds like they trapped themselves in their own house on purpose because they they thought like a zombie apocalypse. Hey, was coming they might not have that bad of an idea. Oh, so you're going to trap yourself in your house you for never, nine years? You never know like, with how the world is, dude. The elaborate. official statement is... Well, here. Yeah, first elaborate. But like, it, 
the world is so fucked up, so may, maybe they're onto something, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? No. You I, don't know? I, I would never lock myself in my house for that long unless we were getting raided by... But even even at that point, you're not going to stop somebody from breaking your door and coming in with, like, a gun if something like a Red Dawn really happened. Yeah, you never know. So it's saying that the only reason they were found is because... One of them was able to sneak out and go to a local bar. Yeah, and he and he had like five drinks, and then he just said like, "Yeah, we need help." It's very strange. It the, the the statement says we found six people living in a small space in the house, which could be locked, but wasn't a basement. What? That's very interesting, dude. But the, yeah. but like, so <laughs> what? Rescued from a farmhouse. <laughs> what is this dad telling these kids though? Because if the kid was just like, "You need to help us," obviously he's just been pouring into their memory banks and ears that something serious is going on where they think they need help. Imagine the trauma in these kids' fucking brains. It was reported that they had been living under the impression that they were the only people left in the world. For nine years? And they were waiting for the end of time. Whoa, dude. These kids are fucked up. Dude, they're all going to be fucked. I'm curious to how old the kids are. I'm jaw dropped. All the the kids are from 18 to 25. Oh, my God. They're so fucked. Dude, wouldn't it be hilarious? Well, I think it'd be hilarious (laughs) if it coincided with 2012. Remember when the world was supposed to end in 2012? Mm -hmm. I think the world's supposed to be like... The world has supposed to end like 20 Yeah, Yeah, but like that was like when the mind calendar ended. But that theory would kind of make sense. But that was seven years ago, right? Well, but, but... 2012, they probably locked themselves in in 2011, which would mean it is. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Good, nice. Math. Shit, I had to pull my calculator out for that. Calc- calculator. Curious. I mean, just think: nine years, you have no technology, you don't know what happened in the world. You missed like, what was it four Patriot Super Bowls? But oh. <laughs> yeah. you probably think Steelers are way out ahead. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, the Steelers Jeez. definitely got. The stairway to seven by now. Oh man! But like, could you? That's like prime time brain development, though. Think, think of like when you were like nine. This kid was nine in there for nine years till he was eighteen. You gotta be so screwy. Oh, I, I mean, they, I all, just, they all have to be. I just think back to how different the world was nine years ago. What was nine years we ago? We were still Two, burning CDs, boys. Yeah. We were burning CDs. So nine years ago was 2010. Wow. What was I doing then? I was on MySpace. I was still in high school. (laughs) (laughs) If you were on MySpace in 2010, then you're just behind the times. Really? Yeah, Yeah, dude. MySpace probably died out in like 2007. Dang. Yeah. Because I remember by the end of high school. Okay, yeah, 2010. Okay. Yeah, I was like a sophomore, so yeah. Fuck. Instagram was maybe like a year or two old, probably. Yeah. yeah. Naughty. Dude, I don't even Twitter think... Twitter was very young. Actually, everyone my, was posting to Facebook. My first picture, I think, is in 2012. That I dude, I was going to say, Instagram for me, I didn't get till at least a year or two into college. Yeah, dude, I, I love the IG. I got Instagram, yeah, it was like my senior year of high school, so yeah. Yeah, I mean... I I just, I can... But do they have all this stuff in, in Deutschland? Deutsch. Well, they didn't for nine years. They didn't have the. They're, if they're locked in their house, I'm sure they didn't have like internet. I really am just sitting here thinking though, like, once you come out from that, you thought the world was ending. Picture what we were doing nine years ago, and imagine how confused they're going to be with that giant gap of years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. So many weird statements. The local poster worker said he never once delivered a letter to the home. The the inside the family was self sufficient, subsisting on the vegetables from the garden and a goat. And it says possibly with help from the fifty eight year old tenant. There was definitely some incest. He's the in only that bitch. one neighbors ever saw outside coming and going in a blue Volvo, never talking to anyone. I mean, nobody thought to be like, I haven't seen anybody walk in and out of this house. Well, I guess you just did say that, though, but still. Dude, I'm, I'm just very curious as to how their lives went, because they're all around our age. Yeah. Like, they had lives before nine years ago. Yeah, but, like, like fuck. I mean, I, I just, I mean, you have to assume what do they you didn't think? have TV or anything They honestly like all must be pretty fucking 
stupid. Oh, well, I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say that it was just a weird family from the get-go. Yeah, like so, they, they all had to be kind of weird. Ding, yeah. ding, ding. Like if my dad was like, hey, son, you're 15. We're going to lock ourselves in the house for nine years. <laughs> like I don't know why I'm picturing this, but I just picture the whole family like looking like Amish people. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I don't know why. But I mean, they're drinking goat milk. That's because Amish don't have electricity, dude. I see where you're coming from. Even I though. mean, like, and you know what that means? They can't take showers. They can't take showers, I guess. <laughs> Are there <laughs> Amish JT? in the Netherlands? <laughs> see, oh, shit. Right. Maybe. Where's the Deutsch? Deutschland. Wait, isn't the Netherlands notoriously like a very nice country? Yeah. Aren't people there? It's a nice country. Very, I think they're like no. Switzerland in a sense. Yeah, but aren't, I, I mean, like, don't they have the rap of like, they're just happy and nice people? I don't know about that, but I'm pretty sure it's a, like a nice country. Like, Obviously, a, you've never seen Spider-Man Far From Home, then whatever. They were in no, the Netherlands? No, but I've seen Austin Powers. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Dr. Evil was adopted by a Dutch man. Shit. My theory's busted. <laughs> but I think he was a mean man. He wasn't good. He was a bad man. Is that a joke or <laughs> I can't do it. All right, so... <laughs> I, I kind of want to hear everybody's opinion on the Joker movie before we start debating. Yeah, we're going to get into the Joker here. For spoiler alert. Spo- hey guys, spoiler alert. Big, big spoiler alerts if you haven't seen it. But it's been out for two weeks. If you so haven't seen it, out. don't turn us off. Just fast forward because we need the views. Yep. Yeah, baby. All right, so who wants to begin? You, because you brought it up. So, two things. First, I thought the movie, the movie itself was like written great i love the story what i take away from it is it kind of puts me in a position of what some people may feel like today how families and such are living in poverty and it makes you kind of go inside a human that is living in those circumstances and decides to rise up on his own and gets everybody that is in his same position around him as a follower and it paints him as a hero. It, it, the whole perspective of the movie, it kind of flipped for me. It made me open up my eyes and be like, dang, you really do need to put, put yourself in someone's shoes to see really how they live. Because some people do live like that. They probably do feel that people that are high up don't give a fuck about them because they act like they don't. I mean, they get no support. So that that for me was the biggest takeaway for me is it it made me open up my mind to definitely always looking at a person and being like, dang, I really don't know where they've been th- been from. They really might have come from some shit. That was very nice, Jake. Thank you. Wow, jeez. Not the not what I was expecting to hear. Me neither. Yeah. But very nice. uh, no, I like that take on it. And I, I think though that that's a central theme in like almost every bat, Batman anything to do with Gotham City. It's usually like the poor versus, you know, you got the big enterprises or whatever. That's always been kind of a central theme in this. But I mean, at the at the movie overall, I thought it was like really good quality um it gave off the vibe of like a Scorsese movie. I agree. And then as I'm reading more into it, I guess he was attached as a producer early on. Okay. I didn't so know that. So it kind of makes sense. But I, I kind of what was kind of refreshing to me was there was no CGI. The o- the only CGI that was probably used was for when people got shot. Yeah. And uh I thought that was not not saying I have anything against CGI cuz obviously, you know, we've talked about it before. Yeah. I love CGI moments, but that was kind of refreshing in a way. Like it gave it a, a, an old school, like like I said, it, it had a Scorsese vibe to it. Yeah. Like it almost felt like I was watching Goodfellas or something like that. Like it, it felt real. It did. Yeah. Like yes. it really. It, That's it where was I'm going to go. Very real feeling movie. And like uh, my girlfriend and I, like the rest of the day, we kept talking about it. Like must be nice having a girlfriend. Yeah. Shout out girlfriends. Um, <laughs> like it. I just felt. Like kind of weird the rest of the day. It put me in a mood. I yeah. I, I will agree with. Like that. It, it had me feeling some type of way for sure. And I guess that just speaks to how good the movie was. Like yeah. the movie can make you feel something like that. Then it was good. I mean, it was it was really well made. So yeah, I don't know. It's weird because I watched 
All of Thrones, fine. Seen a bunch of war movies, fine. Seen a bunch of gore and shit like that, fine. For some reason, this whole movie, I'm not saying in a bad way, this whole movie, I was, my, I hate, I hate to use the word, but my anxiety levels were like through the roof. Same. Like ask, ask, you can ask Johnny, because he was sitting next to me. There were so many times, like before anything even happened, I had to like cover my eyes. I was like so nervous for some reason, especially, I, I got so locked into it, it almost straight out of Compton me and when I say that when I watched straight out of Compton I got so locked into the movie I thought I was watching reality yeah so at the talk show what the Murray show whatever it was I swear I, I can honestly say this I've never been more locked in slash nervous watching something that wasn't real I thought it I thought what I was watching was reality yeah. yeah, I think I think a big reason like why I was feeling like that is because, like you said, we've seen all those other things with gore and stuff, but what, but like this was the first like this is all coming from the perspective of a mentally disturbed man, like so you know this guy's just off his rocker, losing his mind slowly. So it was, it was just wow. especially a dude like the I'm not about to get all political, but the current climate in in the United States is that like mental health is like a huge issue now. So like yeah. that movie came out right right in the right time, but dude, like my my anxiety was very high during the Murray talk show scene because one, I knew something was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like you knew something was going to happen, and I had myself convinced that he was maybe going to shoot himself, like yeah, commit I, suicide I seen, on yeah. on because an earlier scene when he's like practicing for the Murray show, he tells that joke. And he pulls the gun and yeah. puts it up to his own head yeah. when he's practicing. So I was like, shit, like maybe he's going to fucking commit suicide on national television. That, just to piggyback before Tig starts, that was the piggyback. first superhero villain movie that actually felt like that could happen in real life. Yeah. Like something like that could really happen well, in yeah. today's modern world. Because it didn't have any of the superhero aspects yet. No. So like that whole story, you know, maybe not mo- – that movie was set in the 80s, so it makes more sense. But like obviously someone's not getting a gun onto a, a talk show these days. Absolutely. Maybe back in the 80s they could have snuck yeah. one on and like, yeah, that could have happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean it could have. No, I, I agree with almost everything you guys are saying. And I think he – went into the interview with the full intention to uh, shoot himself. And I think what drove him off the, off the edge was, uh, or off the ledge was, um, was Murray keep kind of like antagonizing and Egging dis- him. dissecting him yeah. almost Dang. on yeah. live air. And I agree, you know, I mean, the whole theme is basically mental illness. He even says that as, you know, that big payoff moment at the end yep. finally hits. And in today's culture, I mean, that's just so kind of uh it's. I mean, it's so much now becoming normalized. Yeah. Where it's just such a harrowing experience because, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, this easily could happen. Yeah. And um, I I thought it was incredible. I thought Joaquin Phoenix just smashed the role. Oh, I, absolutely. I, I believed him. I his manner knocked it out of the park. Oscar worthy. Yeah. I, I I think so. I think so. For, think so. For I think actor. so. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I think I so. Agree. For lead actor, I don't think the movie itself. I thought um, was it Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was a better film this year. And I think The Dark Knight with Ledger is a better movie than, you know, this Joker. Yeah. Because this is, this is a very, it's, you know, people, uh, the whole debate was like, are you going to let your kids go see Joker? Like, Fuck absolutely no. not. No. Like, absolutely how, how not. much it's, rewatchability do you think this movie has? Like, uh, how, how often would you put this on in your own home? Oh, God. Probably not a whole Probably lot. not. <laughs> Probably not ever. I mean, yeah. that, that was one of the first movies that put me in a, mood and it wasn't a good mood afterwards. right and it's crazy because it's a fantastic movie yeah like it's everything great. about it it's so well made the acting is just top-notch like but i don't see myself like dude i wa- i've watched the dark knight a hundred times yeah. hundreds i love that movie I-, I can't see myself watching this movie any more than maybe two maybe three more times yeah i i you i agree it's actually. it's weird in a sense because i look at heath ledger's joker and i'm like that's the joker but then Joaquin Phoenix, like he, yeah, he played the Joker, but I didn't see him as the Joker, if that makes any sense. I just see him as this twisted, normal person. fucking dude. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Be- because 
people like that exist in this world. I, I feel like you're naive if you don't think that people go through this. Maybe not to that extreme. Nobody's going to run around with paint and shit on their face. But there are some people that go their whole life misunderstood and dude, I don't overage. Think, it uh, drives you crazy. Yeah, I don't think there's any difference to someone dressing up in face paint like that and going crazy or or for instance like this is about to get a little dark but like the columbine kids dressing up kind of like the matrix characters yeah yeah i mean yeah i mean that's true yeah i can't remember if that was i'm pretty sure that was after the matrix had come out and they dressed like that yeah yeah but like the whole the to go off this the face paint piggyback the, the scene piggyback the scene where he crashes and they lift him out and he's on the car and then he like comes to and he gets up and he likes, he's like, he's like my mouth's bleeding or whatever. And he smears his blood. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's like to make the Joker smile. That, that scene, absolutely iconic. Iconic. It was was a sick scene. That was a very sick scene. Yeah, dude. Like, Oh my God. And it kind of makes like, I'm sitting over here as we're talking about it and listening to your guys' takes it it has me opening my mind trying to think of if there's ever been somebody in this country that sick and twisted that has grown like a cult per se. And I feel like you could say Charlie Manson. Yeah, Manson. That's who I was Kind thinking. of did this without dressing up as a clown. Ted Bundy. Yeah. Yeah, but he's saying like did but did Bundy didn't have like a cult Bund- yeah. following? Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah. Oh like uh, okay. Yeah, I get Charles what you're like Manson, Manson had actually people. had a, a following people following of people him. and yeah, then okay. had them commit murders. And that's what uh Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Right, was, yeah. Was really I still need to, I need to see, see that. I didn't even realize that was it going in until the very end yeah. of the credits. Yep. And it said Charles Manson on the uh cast and i was like oh shit yeah that's what they meant by charlie well (laughs) well when i when i saw sharon tate that's who margot robbie was playing yeah i figured it was going to be something like that because Mm -hmm. his cult kills kills her right yes Mm -hmm. yes yeah Yeah, there's a little it almost a lot's accurate from like uh from actually like the historic historic accuracy is almost there there's a little twist on how everything ends and um uh, I mean, it's uh, it's Brad Pitt and Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio, and they are two fictitious characters um, throughout it. And they're through them, you kind of like learn actually the real history of right. Of the, Dang, so that's would you cool. say JT that that was your your favorite scene when when he smears the blood to make the Joker smile? I would probably say yes. Yeah. See, I think. That is an iconic scene, I agree. That was pretty great. I think my favorite scene was when he comes back. I'm I'm, I'm forgetting where he had just come from, but he comes back, and he goes into that girl's apartment. Yeah, dude. And, like, you just realize, like, all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, that everything was in his head the whole time. I thought – sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, like – that that was just the first time in a long time where I've seen a movie where I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. Like, that was right after just, he left the. Uh, I thought the, she was right after he left the mental hospital when he found out about his mom. Yeah, yeah, right yeah, that's that. right. And I was just like, "Holy shit!" So like he he was a, like that was all in his head. Yeah, I thought she, she was, was just, Harley Quinn. Dude, so did I. I turned to Jake during the movie. I was yeah. like, "Dude, is this chick about to be I, Harley Quinn?" I whispered that to Johnny as well. I was like. What if this is supposed to be Harley Quinn? Because yeah, because she was like going along with some of his sadistic yeah. tendencies. So you're like, she's this chick's becoming Harley Quinn, like for sure. And that's exactly what I thought. Yeah. Oh man, I I remember. Now that I think back, that's probably the first movie that I was clueless that that was all going to be delusional. For me, there was zero indication. No. Yeah. Same. Zero indication, and then you learn once he leaves the hospital, and and she says or they say that his mom's delusional. That's all going down at the same time, but I never thought that all the stuff prior to that would have not been real. So, do any of you think I briefly touched on this with Tig the other day? That yes, his mom obviously was crazy, but do you think Thomas Wayne could have like forged? Everything like oh, the adoption uh, papers, hundred percent possible. Yeah. yeah, I that's that's honestly what I thought because when when uh, Arthur went up to Thomas Wayne in the bathroom, Thomas Wayne got so defensive. 
real quick. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. he knew like exactly who he was. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, why is he getting so defensive? I know it's just a movie, but and I, I don't know if that's a theory that will ever get answered. But I like, think I, I think it's plausible to say that yeah, it's a cover up, and he a- actually might be his son. I don't think I don't think it's a cover up. I think that theory is like wildly. And when they introduced it as like Arthur was possibly Thomas Wayne's bastard, aka like Bruce Wayne's, you know, brother, s- like stepbrother or yeah, just yeah. brother in general. But I think it's almost kind of like uh, trying to think of uh, not Interstellar, but um, Inception. Whereas like I think it's almost just your perception. Like you're not everything's not cookie cutter, like or not cookie cutter, but. It, not everything's set in stone. You don't know what's real, and you're just supposed to kind of interpret how how you want. I to like interpret. that. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Because one big thing I told JT when we were leaving, because I thought of this when we were walking outside, part of me thought that none of that happened at all. Jake, fucking and ass. Here's why: because yes. the last scene, he's sitting in the hospital talking to that lady, uh-huh. and in the very beginning. He, I, I can't remember what he says verbatim, but he says something of, do, do you know what? He, what's he say? He says, "I was just thinking of a funny joke." Yeah, and um, or maybe he was like, "I'm just thinking of a funny joke in my mind" or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and he says the best time and the greatest time he ever had was when he was in the hospital. So I thought at the end there, when he had no makeup on, just like what you're saying, he had no makeup on. I thought maybe he imagined the whole thing. Too. The whole thing. And that, that, and that he's been it, in the hospital the entire yeah. time. And that li- he kills that lady, and that's like the first lady. And that's the start. That's yeah. what and starts that's the all. actual start oh, of the joke. Fucking Joker. shit, dude. dude this is greatness. Sick. Absolute yeah. greatness. I, yeah, I like that theory a lot. After the actually. initial watch, I never thought that. And then I was talking to a friend who was like, Yeah, what do you think about this? And I was like, You just blew my mind again. Yeah. Like, I, because that would make sense. It on would. How they could tie in a, a sequel because yep. yeah, exactly. the script's wide open. It he's is. walking out. He's starting to be the Joker. He, in that, that is scene. the start. That yeah. is the start of the Joker. Damn. Fuck. I honestly don't think they're gonna. Rep- I don't think they're gonna add on. I think even with the Heath Ledger Dark Knight, I think it's kind of like a perfect origin story because they they um they they kind of connect it so similar with the Dark Knight when like. Uh, Thomas Wayne's on the news and he's talking about the first, you know, murders and he's calling the Joker a coward for hiding behind a mask. Whereas Dark Knights, the commissioner's calling Batman a A coward coward. for hiding behind the mask and stuff like that. Well, see, I just don't know how they would segue into a Batman movie with him because obviously we know that how how many years are going to have to go by. At least 20. 20. Yeah. Because... And it was something I was thinking right when I got in the movie and Thomas Wayne was brought up. I was like, oh, shit. Like, okay, Thomas Wayne's still alive. We we all know what happens to him in the world of Batman. So I was thinking, are they going to tie that in to this movie somehow? And then, sure enough, they did. Almost the exact Dude, same Dude, that's scene. what I was going to yeah. say. They That scene with Thomas Wayne and the mom, I, I forget her name, getting killed, looked almost the exact same as it did when they showed it in whatever whatever movie. Uh, yeah, Batman Begins. Yeah, the uh, flashback. It looked literally... Didn't it seem like the, the alley? Yeah. Dude, like, and, everything and, looked and the same That scene's been done a couple times in, in some of the older Batman movies, too. Like, they've shown it... Like, that's one thing that's never changed is how his parents are killed in front of him in an alley. It's just... The only thing that was changed is what caused the killing. Yeah. Like in in Batman Begins, I think it was just someone that was stalking them that wanted to rob them, right? Like they were at the theater, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, or the circus, yeah. And then in this one, you know, we we know it was caused by the the mayhem that the Joker caused. I I got goosebumps though when I saw the guy going around the corner. Yep. And I was out like, the here it comes. Like, this is going to be yeah. the exact same scene, and I, I thought they nailed it. Yeah. So. One question before I get into a different theory that I had. Yeah. Uh, do we do we think, like, say everything that happened in the movie actually did happen. Yeah. Do we think he killed the girl in her apartment? Sophie? Dude, I talked. Was that you, Jake? It was me. I, I don't know. It's so tough for me to. I honestly think he did. I think he might have, too. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm changing my answer. At first, I said no, but I actually think he did. I don't think he did just solely because... Um, whenever he was kind of leaving a murder, there was always a blood trail. True. That's true. In which there, like, there was no blood on his feet or anywhere else. 
and um, you know, I think just from that. But I mean, you can take it any way you want, honestly. Yeah. No, that I mean, if if the if we're staying consistent with the movie, that would make most sense. Did you guys ever hear the th- theory that uh, Batman actually killed his own parents? Have you guys no. ever heard of that theory? No. So, I don't know if it's in the comics or maybe some like Reddit writer just came up with it. But it basically is, uh, you know, like the ultimate battle. Batman ends up winning the battle. Spoiler alert. And um, he gets like, but he's on like a different planet or like a different realm. And he gets somehow like shot back to Earth and he finds himself uh, with no clothes on, just in like someone's backyard. And he scoops up a jacket and like pants from the clothesline. And, uh, and, you know, like where he's at is very familiar. And he starts walking, walking down. He cuts down an alley, but he has like this gentleman's clothes on and stuff. And he even left a note and he was like, hey, I'll be back, you know, Bruce Wayne, you know, I'll make sure you get your clothes back or I'll, you know. I'll uh, pay for him or whatever. And he's going down the alley and he's like, oh my gosh, like this seems so familiar. And as he's going down the alley, three people start walking the other way towards him. And he starts getting goosebumps. And at that moment, he's like, this is the night where my parents die. And he's looking around for Joe Chill, who, you know, like supposedly shot his parents. And he's looking around and it kind of, it's kind of very similar to the Harry Potter um, with uh, the uh, Patronus. You know, he's looking around for his dad. He's looking around for the killer. And he's kind of starts to realize, and he feels inside the jacket, a snub-nosed revolver. And so he knows in order for him to eventually save save the world, he must be the one to kill his own parents so that Batman may be born. That is insane. That's crazy. I've never heard that theory. I've never heard that. I'd like to read more on that one. I'll link you. (laughs) Has any of any of you ever watched Gotham? No, no. I ha- I mean, I I know what you're talking about. I've seen episodes, but I don't know the constant. So story. in Gotham, like the show is centered around Commissioner Gordon. Like when he's younger, he's not the commissioner yet. He's a detective or an officer or whatever. So there's like a young Bruce Wayne in it. But it hits a point in the show, and like this is a theory about the movie that, and it kind of coincides with the show, like. Do you think that that's actually the ultimately the real Joker or that he is the inspiration for what becomes, you know, Batman's biggest villain? Dang, I, because I, I never thought of that because we know it's set in the past. So we know however many years have to go by before Batman's actually Batman. And it's like, would he still be able to be a villain for that long? Like the same guy? Or are other people going to be inspired by him and be the Joker? Because doesn't he just call himself Joker? He doesn't Joker. say jo- the Joker. So it's something that happens in, in Gotham where um, in the show, because it's, it's set back in time just like that, where Bruce Wayne's like a little kid. There's all these people, and it happens like three different times in the show where like you're like, oh, this is the fucking Joker. They're introducing the Joker. Yeah. And then he gets killed, and you're like, oh. So that couldn't have been the Joker. It's just a string of copycat it's just killers, a string, basically. It's just a string of people that eventually inspire the real Joker. Okay. So, like, do you think that this movie, like, do you think he's the actual the, inspiration. the Joker? Or he's the, the inspiration for a future villain? Whoa. Because it's set, you know, we know yeah. the timeline. I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, Nat, when you put it that way... That because we never knew Joker's real name ever, did we? No, I don't think so. So for them to make it, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm kind, I'm kind of on the train of maybe that was the inspiration for the actual Batman. Yeah. So Joker. like, like this guy started such a big revolution, like you know, Joker, that twenty years down the line, like the real Joker. It's just he was completely just inspired by him, and then that's that's the villain we know is more of like the Heath Ledger esque Joker. Jeez, I mean it's just a theory. Yeah, that would make sense with the timeline, right? Yeah. The timeline this. is what fits it, but it's it's hard to say. I mean we don't know. Yeah, yeah damn. But I, I like that theory. I like the the inspiration theory. Like no, it's just I, I'm with you. I mean I think it's a cool. Cool little theory. Absolutely. It even adds like an easier way to connect the two films as well. Yeah, because it then this Joker movie, like it does, it comes in full circle. Like it does all make sense. And guys, last week I talked about a 
beautiful show called I'm Sorry featuring Andrea Savage on Netflix and True TV. The best and most comedic show on Netflix today. But this week, I'm going to be talking to you guys about Big Booty Mix 16 by Two Friends. It is officially out, and I've got all the juices here on the Big Booty Train. They create one-hour-long mixes with classic group groups like Queen, David Bowie, Bowling for Soup, Blink-182, and Little Nas X, and so many more. And they mash everything together in an EDM masterpiece. With cameos from Michael Scott, Stephen A. Smith, and Kawhi Leonard, nothing is off limits. They even get nostalgic with TV theme shows like Zoe 101, and they even make adequate shows like Friends stand out. I personally listen to it while I'm training to get yoked in the gym on those big super sets. Available now on SoundCloud and in the Spotify podcast slot. Um. But honestly, guys, I've had a time here. Um, we're going to go ahead and shut it on down. If you want to follow me on any social media, Twitter, I mean Twitter or Instagram, it's at <laughs> JuiceBoxStraw underscore. And then follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the JuiceBoxPod. Yeah, and you can catch me on Instagram at punchbowl underscore that's at punchbowl underscore and I'm on the juice box podcast Twitter at the juice box pod that's at the juice box pod and guys tell you this every week and I'm going to keep telling you if you have any questions please email us at what is our email the juice box podcast at gmail.com that's the juice box podcast at gmail.com and the the is with an a and guys follow us on facebook there we go and uh you can find me on twitter at tiggy nation t-i-g-g-y-n-a-t-i-o-n and i don't use instagram so money in the bank takes <laughs> and i am on all platforms of social media <laughs> at the juice box czar <laughs> that's z a R. Z is in zebra, A is in apple, R is in respects. R as in Reebok. Don't get it twisted. Bye. All right, boys. All right, boys. Peace. We out. We out. Yeah. That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April, shot down in May. But I know I'm gonna change that tune When I'm back on top, back on top in June